Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I had a friend ask me about being a seer, and this is not a common word. At least it wasn't for me growing up in the church. And I remember listening to a lecture by Dana McCollum on the Heaven and Business website, and he said something about being an involuntary seer. And I was kind of like, I have no idea what that means. And it it turned out many in the audience also didn't know, but it's somebody who can see the angelic and demonic realm without actually trying to. You know, I think there are probably people in the world who can ask, you know, Lord, can I see an angel? And the Lord might offer that. Or I would imagine that there are people who practice witchcraft or um, other forms of whether they're witch doctors or, you know, what you would maybe consider a clairvoyant, I suspect that they are also seeing in the spirit. I mean, we know from the book of Acts that a a young clairvoyant or a clairvoyant woman, a slave girl, would follow Paul and proclaim the truth about who he was. And when Paul did a deliverance because he got so fed up with her just always yelling at his open-air revival meetings that her owners were very angry because she was accurate and had made them a lot of money through, I guess they would call that a gift, but anyway, through that, that manifestation that she was having. So we see this in the book of Acts. We also know that various biblical characters had visions of different types, whether they were uh, awake. You think about, um, oh, well, some of them are very clearly at night while people were sleeping, whether that would be Abraham interacting with God or Joseph with his dreams. We think about Joseph in the New Testament with his various dreams when the angel came and spoke to him. Um, But then, you know, you have Peter, who is on the roof at midday, probably taking a siesta when he sees the sheet come down from heaven. And then we have Paul who talks about, you know, I knew a man who is caught up to the third heaven. And so are these waking, like during the wakeful time, were they in a nap and went deep into slumber? How did some of the minor prophets or the major prophets see the different things that they saw? So Usually when somebody is sleeping, obviously that would be called a dream. There are people who will have, uh, I think, do they call them waking visions? But basically it's like you can see the world and then something comes down and it's like you're watching a movie play out on on a screen, except it's kind of like in the real world. So those that's a different form of vision. Uh, and I think that that's even a little bit different than a trance. I mean, to me, a trance is kind of like when somebody's resting in the spirit and they see, you know, it's kind of like they have an extended movie that plays out in their minds or however that interplay works, but they're, they're seeing something and they're, uh, but they're not, it's not like, oh, here I am standing on my driveway, watching my children ride bikes. And now here comes, you know, Jesus walking up to tell me something. So all of these are uh, different things that I've seen or heard my friends or people I know talk about. And 
I remember after the involuntary seer lecture, I was talking to my sister like, can you believe it? There are people who just will suddenly see fireballs or they'll be out walking and all of a sudden a demon jumps out and scares them. And she was like, yeah, that would be me. (laughs) So for 35 years, she had been an involuntary seer and didn't know it and or have language for it. And again, there's not really like, here's the appropriate way to talk about these things. And so usually if people happen to be (laughs) of that gifting, that isn't something that the church really wants to navigate oftentimes, unfortunately. And so sometimes if they were kind of nominal Christians already, they might be, uh, they might choose to go over into the camp with the, uh, the non-believers. They are going to be, you know, clairvoyant or whatever at a festival or a fair. And, you know, whether they're using their crystal ball or whatever, I don't even know it's creepy to me, but you can understand like, here's this gift. It's a prophetic gift. And I don't know exactly how this happens. If the rain falls on the just and on the unjust, are there certain gifts that allow you to see in the spirit, whether you're a believer or not? You know, my friend Jamie was once talking to a man and he seemed very normal, very sane. They had a probably two hour conversation. And at one point he mentioned the runners in the trees, like other people can't see these, but I can see them very well. And as they talked about it, she was kind of like, well, it sounds like you're actually just seeing in the spiritual realm. So you're not crazy, but you're, uh, you're just able to see something that other people aren't able to see. And anyway, I, it's fascinating to consider. It's, I just think it's, it is fascinating. So, uh, to me though, it's, that's just a seer. I mean, there, um, there, uh, the teaching out of Bethel would say that the Lord gives us insight in different ways. Some people he allows to be seers. Some people are hearers and they, they can hear things very clearly, whether it's an actual audible voice, whether it's a you know, almost audible, just but in their mind's ear, whether they're just going about their day and they have solutions um, come to mind. There are also people who are knowers, like you just know something. And that's more like we might say that's your intuition. Like you just know it in your gut. How did you know that when you walked into the room, that couple had been fighting? I don't know. I just knew it. <laughs> and if you kind of back it out, you could probably point to certain things, but it's, it's, it's such a quick and intuitive process. And uh, so, yeah, we have seers, hearers, knowers, and then there's the feelers. And this is the realm that I've been entering into more to say, no, I feel it in my gut. I, I get grossed out just walking into a space where there's somebody who isn't clean. Anyway, like, why do I feel like that? I don't know. <laughs> so these are some of the different ways. I hope that that was helpful and informative. If you have questions, you're welcome to ask me. Send an email to amy at workplacepar.com and I will see what I can come up with or what I've heard or learned. I think one of the joys of the investigations that I've been doing is that I get to hear stories from people. And the range of beautiful ways that the Lord communicates with his people is so multifaceted and various and beautiful. So yeah, Jesus, we say thank you for all of the beauty that you pour out on your children. We love you, Lord. Amen.